Ben, yeah. You are listening to WDVR only on DDDDDVRadio.net. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Oh, God damn it, buddy. That's just not even fair. This is Barracks Talk. This is inside the nuthouse, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recoil. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer. It's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Mine shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around this mother. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? Oh. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's Barrett's Talking Live. It's February 26, 2022. I'm Boner Wood. We got a packed house tonight, except we ain't got no war dog. But we do have, oink, Google, Mr. I Need to Cup Your Balls Recoil, and we got Jen and Carrie from Longhorn. How's everybody doing this evening? Wunderbar. Well, you know how I'm doing. It's good. Right here. Awesome. Wonderful. Great. Everybody answered at once, and I couldn't understand anything, but you didn't delay, so that's good. And you didn't sound like Google with six mics in your mouth, so... That's, at least we didn't like not answer you at all, waiting for someone else to answer. That's normal having six of something else in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're this the one true. that said that this is a PG 13 show. Who didn't say that? Exactly. <laughs> I never said that. Oh, Let's rewind like five minutes ago. That's not right. on the record. So, <laughs> kind of like those VA ratings. <laughs> so if, if you can't tell uh dv radio is just as chaotic as the world is right now <laughs> getting invaded from all ends um but uh <laughs> that, that aside we do have a 20 percent sale going on at dvradio.net just click on the store tab and if you don't get it tonight you're shit out of luck. Sorry. Uh, yeah. If you listen to the last podcast, which I finally got up yesterday, thanks, Crones, for making me late on everything this week. Uh, yeah, it, we mentioned it there, um, and I put out a post today, even though I was late with that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's been a fucked up week. Uh, but anyway, uh, Google, since you're there and we can hear you uh, without without you know echoing. Um, any farm updates that uh, the listeners need to know about? Yes, I found out VetFest is July uh-oh, 23rd, I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the tickets go on sale on, on March 22nd. And we'll have a section on the DV Farm website for um, tickets as well. 
I'm pretty sure it's July 23rd. Oh man, it's one of those days. Some it's it's coming. Yeah, right. You'll know it when it happens. It's the 23rd because that's the Saturday. Okay, I just looked at my calendar. (laughs) So horrible. Um, I know. I was like, (laughs) because I had a like, Rexa, can you help her out? (laughs) I knew what I had, and then I like forgot. Yeah. DV6 really is rubbing off on you, isn't he? Oh, my God. At <laughs> least makes... I'm not using the wrong words for some reason. <laughs> it makes for riveting radio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the zooms and the shots, it just, it's great. It makes everybody grip the edge of their seat. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is going on? Yeah. That's what we I know, know, right? <laughs> That's exactly what we asked you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll have to take a better picture. But we got our first duck egg for this year because normally they don't really lay like in the winter time. So we got the first duck egg and it's like a mini egg. Yeah. I'm like, I've never seen a duck egg that small. I, I saw the picture. It's like the size of a grape. <laughs> yeah, I showed, I showed my mom this morning. She goes, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> that's not even a, a real egg. I know. <laughs> At first, Just I thought it was saying. a joke. I thought it was like a bouncy ball that you guys had found or something in the yard. <laughs> No, no, that's the first duck egg this year. Like I know that the chickens, when they they're very when they very first start laying, their eggs are little. So like, but this is not a chicken egg because one, it was in the duck house, and two, the chickens haven't been out in like three days since we got another fucking snowstorm. This is bullshit. Good sign. And the male cardinals have been singing their fuck me song, so spring is on the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh man. So there's that. Um there's really not much going on. I mean, we're waiting to get a quote for the septic system. Um some of the other stuff that needs to be done in the vet house has been approved by the board. So we just need to get the supplies for that when when we have some time to actually do the work. Um, other than that, it's pretty quiet here. I have a storm update if you want that. Well, before you go into the storm update, how can people help with the DV farm if, uh, uh, you, if they want to, since you've got all that stuff going on? So you can either mail a check or money order or cash. Um, the address is on the website, dvfarm.org. Or you can click on the donate button and donate that way. It'll go through PayPal and your first donation, right? If it's just a single donation, you don't need an account. But if it's if you set up a repeated donation, then you do need an account because PayPal wants to be your target. 
That's correct. You can also you can also <laughs> go to smile.amazon.com and select DV Farm as your charity of choice. I'm trying to think of all the things that you say, Bo. <laughs> this is great. This is I love this. Somebody is doing me right now. I love it. And they're she she's doing good, but she's struggling. I want to see how far you can get. <laughs> and then there's Humble Bumble. Right? I, mean, I don't even know like how many other places um, wait, there are. Wait, humble bumble? Whatever. Humble bundle. Like a bundle of twigs. <laughs> oh no, I was thinking we were gonna get to see Bumble from the abominable snowman. That's <laughs> like I fucking love Bumble. Oh, I was close. I was close. Also for those He just are- has a toothache. <laughs> For those that are too lazy to go to dvfarm.org, the address is 14 Whitney Stage Road, Gilson, New Hampshire, 03448. And don't ask me how I can do that off the top of my head in six. Can't even remember the fucking zip code. <laughs> Every time he's like, what's the zip code here? And I'm like, 03448. And he's like, is it really? He's like, how do you know? I don't understand how he like can't remember that. I'm like, He's only he been here there. for six years. Yeah, well, he was like, going outside to light the, the oven earlier. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yes, you are correct. The dvfarm.org, smile.amazon.com, make DV Farm your charity choice. Also, there is the Streamlabs charity. Uh, we have that on the website. You can just click there and go right over there. There's the Road to Recovery t shirt. Uh, where all the proceeds goes directly to the DV farm. Um, And obviously the Facebook fundraisers, which helps us more than people realize. I don't care if it's $200 or $2,000. When we get those uh, fundraisers in, it it all goes back to the DV farm. So, Storm update. I think the last fundraiser from Facebook, because they come in on the 15th of the month. So the last one... But it's quarterly, right? What was that? It's quarterly, though, right? No, those are monthly. Okay. Oh, it's it's Amazon Amazon that's quarterly. quarterly. Yeah. Right, but like the last Facebook one was like eight grand. Yeah, it it was one of the bigger ones, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I know. uh, I know. I see a lot of people that start these fundraisers, and they're like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't raise more." Trust me, when 15 of you do two, three, four hundred dollar fundraisers, it's a lot and it helps us so much. Like the weight off exactly. the shoulders is like, oh God, we got this. We can do this just, now. <laughs> just one thing. If you do a Facebook fundraiser, I cannot see who raised what on my end. Did like, they we change can't that? see that? Like, no. Well, well, you had told us not too long ago that you could see that. Then I don't remember how to see that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll have to do some digging again. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Are you doing, uh, are you still doing uh, thank you letters from a year ago? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should be almost done getting them all written out and stuff. And I know uh, that's going to change soon, correct? <laughs> yeah, they should be. They should all be in the mail by like Tuesday. 
No, I mean, from here on out, it's supposed to change and you're not waiting a year, right? Right. We're <laughs> I know. We're going to try to get them out sooner. Within like a month, when at least. donations come in. Right. Um, but, yeah. Within a month, at, at the least. I mean, I don't think the person that decided to push that on Google realized that Google's the only one that does it. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> When well, he said that, I was like, why don't you do it then? I didn't say nothing then because it wasn't my meeting. But I'm sitting here going, why don't you do it if you think it's that easy? But that's, yeah. that's what he does. Um, it's, it's just what happens. So there are a few good things in the pipelines. But uh, as far as Storm's concerned, and for those that don't know, Storm is one of the doggies at the DV farm. So he went to the bed again because he goes like every month and it's killing me. Um, <laughs> so and and he went to like run his blood work again. He we got him sedated the same exact way as we did the last time. I don't think we'll get away with it a third time. We'll have to switch it up again. Next time you need to play, I want to be sedated. Like get him. <laughs> it's so horrible because it's like he's on to us like, yeah. already. Like we have to change it every like third time. It's super annoying. Um. Anyway, so <clears throat> I think a couple months ago I had mentioned that every time we run, did we lose Google? I think it sounds that way. <laughs> so first, she has double mics, and now we lose her. <laughs> I was going to wait a second or two. Nobulin was down a little bit, but not like. Hey Google, 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 Google. Uh, I hate, I hate to break your heart, sweetie, but when you went gone like dead silent for about a minute and a half there, so we missed everything you said. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot deal with this. Okay. So like two months ago, I mentioned that every time that we run Storm's blood work, yep. something is different. Yep. And this time, I, I swear it was not an exception. So his platelets are good, which we're happy about. Um, and then his other stuff is good as well, except for dun, 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 the Billy Rubin. Um, which can we go? Wait, there's more. <laughs> I know that, right? that was the Billy, Billy Mays, Rubin. <laughs> the Billy Rubin um, is a concern because it means that there could be blood loss. Stuff isn't getting getting to his liver fast enough, or his red blood cells are breaking apart too soon. Okay, why does that like, sound like a country star from North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Billy Rubin. Got a pair of tickets on the radio. <laughs> I can't Billy help Mays me. here with Scorbies. I can't. Billy Mays here with the Oz <laughs> Lager. Right, I Billy couldn't help Mays. but think of Billy Mays when you said Billy Rubin. <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> we still decreased his prednisone from 15 milligrams to 10 milligrams. And we're just keeping our fingers crossed. And then 
yesterday I was in the bar and I was cleaning Ash's stall because of the snow and stuff he was in. And I accidentally hit Storm in the head with a shovel. <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to do? Are you trying? Did you guys take out a life insurance policy on Storm or something? Like, no, what the fuck? No. no. <laughs> but he's fine. <laughs> I monitored him closely for concussion symptoms. Jesus and then Christ. today I was shoveling snow and I hit him in the head with a snow shovel. What the fuck? How did you hit him with a shovel? While shoveling Get over to Amazon.com and buy Storm a helmet <laughs> before it's too late. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> this isn't Home Alone, Google. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, I know. He's not a goddamn burglar. <laughs> he's a helpless puppy. <laughs> but he's okay. <laughs> oh yeah! After that, he's only I'm got a mild concussion. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's perfectly fine. His his tongue always what? hangs out of his mouth like that. It's it's nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> Like I called the vet yesterday because it was a pretty decent hit. And <laughs> wait, said, wait, wait, back the fucking bus up first. He's okay. I just hit him with a shovel. Uh, it was a pretty decent hit. So I did call the vet. How the fuck do you do? Like, how can- no, but, but see, this is, this was my reasoning with everything else that is wrong with him and that he's been going through. It would be just my luck to hit him in the head with a shovel by accident and not call the vet and he dies. Like that would be our luck. So I called the vet just in case. And they said, just watch him for, you know, like if he gets a lump on his head and there was no bleeding or anything. So that was good. I'm still Um, trying to figure out how the fuck you hit him with the goddamn (laughs) shovel while shoveling snow in the first goddamn place. Right. Well, he's, going up, he's going up to six like who's got the head injury now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah which way did he go which way did he go <laughs> honestly I don't even know how I did that today <laughs> like was he running he was did you just happen to turn around and he was there like <laughs> I know he was under my feet <laughs> I'm like every which way I turned there he was I'm like hell <laughs> And then one of those times I hit him with the shuttle, with this snow shuttle. Get the fuck away. Gong. Oh, my God. I need to call the vet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was yesterday. Yesterday was an aluminum shovel. And I was getting it down. We have them hanging in the barn. So when I was getting it down, he got it on the downswing. So, so you've hit him twice? I'm like, I didn't even know. Like, I heard the thud, and I'm like, oh, shit, you're there? <laughs> like, wait, wait. So you've hit him twice with the shovel now? I hit him once yesterday. Oh, my God. And, with a shovel, and then once today with a snow shovel. So what the fuck? You're trying to kill the poor dog. You're trying to put him in a goddamn coma. What the fuck? I am not a promise. Foundation's not going to be a problem now. Boing. So the first time, you just, hope you were there, didn't see you, hope you're okay, buddy. And the second time, you're like, get the fuck out of my way, you motherfucker. I'm trying to get the snow out of the way. Like, yep. What the fuck? I know. 
Jesus Christ. So two days, two days in a row, he got hit in the head. But that he's poor, okay, I promise. That poor dog is going to have fucking Alzheimer's by the time he's fucking two months older now. Like, what the fuck? Oh, man. Jesus He's going to fucking have dementia. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? So. What the fuck? Holy shit. Peter's going to be up there soon. Know. You know that, right? I, I'm actually <laughs> speechless for a change. I don't even know what to say right now. I don't either. Like. I usually have some comeback. I've got nothing. Like, <laughs> we got enough goddamn animals. Storm isn't going to matter if we lose them. Fuck it. Like that's what you. That's what you basically done. Nobody's going to miss that. one dog. <laughs> You're going to find that dog on the curb next week with a sign that says looking for new home. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to go. He's going to go up to Boston with six. Six ain't going to be able to find him. He's going to be on six's old stomping grounds. Yeah, right. Oh, man. The fuck? No, he'll, he'll stick around. Poor little guy getting beat with a fucking shovel. No, he didn't get beat. I <laughs> I accidentally hit him in the Don't head. change the story now, Google. We all heard it. We all heard it. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin somewhere in a corner silently crying. <laughs> oh, man. Was it, was it more of a thunk or a pong? <laughs> was it a thunk? Oh, all right. Well, moving on from that subject. <laughs> Fucking recoil. <laughs> That's all he wants to know. He wants to know what the sound like. Well, I'm trying to visualize this shit. <laughs> all I can imagine is the first one, he probably was like, oh shit. And he like tried to scrabble out of the way. The second one, she hits him while she's shoveling the snow and he's like, Really? You, really? You want you want to go right here in the snow? Like, really? Let's go. Let's have at it. Like, and then she's like, I missed him the first time, so I got him on the backswing. Like, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Accidentally on purpose, Miss Fester said. No, accidentally. <laughs> it was not purposeful exactly accidentally on purpose just wait till 10 o'clock tonight when y'all are watching tv and you hear (laughs) jesus christ oh me my cheeks hurt now yes scooby we're talking about a dog getting his head beat in by google yes with a shovel The DV Farm Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> the dysfunctional fellas. <laughs> the God Veterans. Oh, geez. Ooh, anyway, Six Capone. Anyway, Google. I don't, I don't even think that I told Six about the, the snow shovel incident. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't either. You know what he would do? <laughs> He'd be like, how do you like it? Bung. <laughs> <laughs> All three of us going to have TBIs, goddammit. 
He wasn't here yesterday either way. <laughs> oh my god. That proves it. Or Google next is- trip to the vet, he'll be like, Well, I'm feeling a lot better, but there's constant ringing in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Holy so six shit. was not home for either incident. Oh my god! Good thing it was out of the way of the camera view. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was both times. Oh my god. Yep. This hey, just I'm glad adds, that. This just adds more levity to the fact that you're trying to beat the shit out of him and get the insurance policy. <laughs> if you're no, right? The dog. Peter will be knocking on my door. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh! <laughs> Instead of Tiger King, it's going to be the Storm Queen. <laughs> that, that damn Carol Baskins. <laughs> That's all I can think about now. That bitch Carol Baskins. That too. <laughs> Fuck, my back is killing me. I'm sorry. At the town looking for a pardon. (laughs) Oh my god. I was like, I've had enough laughs for the month. (laughs) It's hurting really bad right now. We we really need a Google Comedy Hour just like once a week, right? (laughs) Yeah, but normally, like, not too much funny stuff happens that I can remember. We just make a big deal out of it when it does happen. (laughs) So, about Storm, the good news. (laughs) That was, but the good news was that his blood work was mostly normal. And he survived the shovel attack. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Two shovel attacks. Two, yeah. Two. Um, Don't, Don't. Don't forget the one that happened that she just accidentally hit him when she pulled the shovel down. Don't worry, Google. Third time's a charm. (laughs) Well, tomorrow I'm not planning on doing anything shovel-related. Nope, just a frying pan. (laughs) Kitchen sink? I mean... Oh, man. Holy shit. Fuck. Oh, my God. Nope. So what about the badasses out on Snake Island? Oh, the go fuck yourself guys. Uh huh. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was badass. Awesome. Fucking going I, out like fucking champs. Yeah, I don't blame them. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want more of that, please. There's like five myths out there on soldiers right now. There's a uh, the Ukraine Reaper, uh, the Ghost of Kiev, and there's like two more, I think. Which the is good. Kiev's actually been verified. Yeah, well, th- I think it's good, though, because, I mean, just like any myth or any story that arises of things like that, it does make you go, I don't know if I want to attack these people anymore. I mean... <laughs> they're, the, they're saying that the, the ghost of Kiev's like the first ace since World War Two. I don't know how true that is, but I do know he's gotten quite a few hits i don't know how many of those are confirmed kills but i know he's got quite a few let's fuck five to be an ace yeah they're saying they're saying he got six in one day so um 
<clears throat> but yeah, the 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 island that was uh, they were just holding their holding their own, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, they knew that they didn't stand a chance against warship. That's why they were just like, eh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, not on their part, but on Russia's part. That's a that's a bitch move on anybody's part. Like, they, I don't think they could have done much of anything if they wanted to. Like, it was a, for lack of a better term, a suicide mission right there, you know? I did see where... Uh, they're basically like anybody that wants to come fight, you can have unlimited ammo and firearms. And I'm like, that's how you do it. I mean, I watched, I watched an interview um, with this Ukrainian who said that he saw some Russian soldiers ask for directions to wherever they were going. <laughs> and so the civilians detained them until the Ukrainian military went there. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, if that really happened, then they're fucking retarded. Here, let me ask you for directions. I'm trying to get to your capital, and uh, I'm not sure how to go. I think uh, this is the best civilian response I've seen in a long time against uh, an invading country, honestly. I've not seen this in quite a long time. Uh, yeah, I, watched, I watched a thing last night. was a... Uh, some lady living in New York who has family in both Russia and in the Ukraine. Um, and the Russian relatives that she spoke to said that there's basically nothing going on that yeah. they're hearing about at all. And that, and that Putin is a peacekeeper. And of course, Ukraine's saying the exact opposite. I mean, I can watch the TV and <laughs> see that that is not true. Right, yeah. exactly. So, but they're, the the Russian media is definitely controlling what information is getting into Mother Russia. Yeah, I'd seen a. Well, uh, not just that. Not just that. There were all these protests in Russia that the, they were getting arrested because I guess it's illegal there to protest. It is. Right. Um, and then I seen and a like, video where a woman and I guess her three or four year old child's looking out their fucking house window and a Russian fighter pilot just lobs a fucking rocket at the building right next to him. I mean, it's, it's obviously a residential civilian right. homing and he just lobs a goddamn fucking rocket right into the fucking place beside him. And I'm like, really? Like, is there no fucking ROE at all for you guys? Like, no. obviously not. Like, in the meantime, uh, here in the States, you can expect a spike in, in pregnancies among female soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing I've seen. Uh, the uh, the Ukraine soldiers, you know, basically saying bye to to their to their women the other day. I've seen that. I was like, fuck, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're literally going to the front lines right now because they don't have anybody else. And most of those were... I think between 19 and 23 that I've seen in that video. So it's like, fuck, you got fucking kids again, which I'm not surprised yeah. by that. But And and yet, well, you know, here, here, here in America and Canada, if you have a peaceful protest, you're a racist. So it's like, you, you know, can't you, know win. you know, what's funny. Um, Trudeau had made a, had made a statement about how you can't, 
like in what is it like impede on people's personal rights and blah 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 right and i'm like that's funny because he was talking about ukraine i'm like well that's kind of funny because you are doing the complete opposite in your country right now that's the (laughs) thing though right the double standard that we always talk about it's okay for it to happen in another country as long as it's not happening in in your country just like it's okay to have a second amendment in ukraine but it's not okay to have a second amendment here in america right like oh yeah let's let's give all the the civilians uh firearms because they're being invaded but you don't have the right to uh protect yourself here in your own country like seriously well the borders are sacred yeah over there well that's another thing that's another thing joe biden's pulling the uh border patrol from our borders to send over there i heard i was gonna say he's trying to mobilize Three to five thousand, I think, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, let's take away oh, from God. our border security and take it to somebody else's border security. But that's, but that's the thing. We can't do anything in Ukraine because they are not part of NATO. Yeah, the only way we could help is if either they had some sort of what is it, temporary thing with NATO, or oh. they made some t- sort of agreement. It, it, it has to go down a shit ton of fucking right. paperwork and red tape. So that that's killing me, too. I'm like, you're wanting to help Ukraine, yet you cannot legally help Ukraine. Like, right. Exactly. Your your hands are literally tied at this point. You fuck this up. I watched the press conference the other day about like we're imposing these other sanctions on Russia. And one of the reporters asked, are these sanctions worse than Russian bullets and grenades and and missiles and stuff. And Biden goes, yes. Yes, they are. I'm wow. like, wait, what? Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that sanctions will kill you. Spoken like someone who has never been fucking shot at. I was about to say, that <laughs> motherfucker has never been to a combat theater, has he? I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. When he said that, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like somebody yeah. whacked that motherfucker in the head with a shovel a couple times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Google, since you've got a little experience. Um, but no, uh, actually, Mike Guardia had asked the other day um, everybody's thoughts on. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Um, yeah, he said it was on the 24th. He said breaking Russia invades Ukraine and away we go. Thoughts. Obviously, I've tried to stay away from news for a while and I wasn't going to say much but I think a lot of people are basically on the same wavelength as far as how it could have been avoided how it should have been avoided things like that Um, and obviously it's gotten ugly way quicker than what most people predicted because that was the 24th that was Thursday today's Saturday and you've already right. heard what from them I mean um there's a there's a few that's got their I don't want to call them conspiracies but their opinions on what they think is going to happen with um how Russia's going to invade and stuff uh but what's killing a lot of people on social media is the fact you've got people like Putin that's still got a Twitter account <laughs> And tweeting out, just just going at it, and then some guy. But yet they shut Trump down. Right. Oh, 
about well, me. well, wait. <laughs> this guy, this guy, t- this guy it's tweeted out. Do what? did a story, and the headline was "Biden unfollows Putin on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him. Oh, it's serious now, boys. Well, oh, man. somebody, somebody had tweeted out. Let me see if I can find the picture that was put up. Um, I bet it's gotten taken. Yeah, it was taken down because obviously, you know, that's how twatter works. Oh, right here it is. Um, he had tweeted out, Glenn Jacobs, go chokes, slam Putin to hell. And Glenn Jacobs used to be the wrestler Kane. Well, Twitter uh, took that down for violating our rules against abuse and harassment. All right. And I'm like, so now, although most people would be like, fuck yeah, go kill that son of a bitch. Um you can't make a parody joke of a wrestling move against a leader of a third world country that's invading another country because abuse and harassment. Right. <laughs> like, really? Yep. Um, and then Glenn Jacobs tweeted right after that, the upside is Justin Trudeau can mark himself safe from any such mean tweets. <laughs> I was like, this is why I love wrestling and why wrestlers are the greatest ever. Like, because <laughs> he's actually, uh, I think he's the uh, um, the mayor of one of the counties in Tennessee now. But yeah. Um, do any of you have any opinions since... I'm guessing most of you are more informed than I am on what's happening or anything you want to say about it. Or I take a look at where some of the bio labs are in Ukraine and where Ukraine is uh, being bombed at currently. Just some thought. Yeah, right. they just they just attacked an oil field in Ukraine. Definitely the reason the gas prices have gone up, according to all these. Uh, uh, well, you know, Pelosi, Biden, Harris, or not Harris, um, 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 uh, what's her name? Not Harris, uh, the other, Jem Psaki, all have family uh, uh, in uh, Ukraine in the oil industry. Mm. Ah, Psaki, she's an idiot. I read something about that today. That was an interesting read. What about you, Recoil? I got nothing. Yeah, like I said, I've not, all I've seen is obviously a few stories and a few captures from on Twitter. And it's not that I don't care. It's uh... the whole thing is we knew last year what Putin was thinking of doing. Yeah, yeah we knew in 2014. Yeah, we, we had called <laughs> well, this years ago. Well, but that's the thing. Like, in right, he took Crimea in 14. And then we kept hearing for the last four years under Trump that he was going to start a war with Russia. He was going to start a war with Ukraine, with North Korea. Like he was going to do all these terrible things and the world was going to melt down. Yeah. Meanwhile, last year, Putin posted a 5,000 word manifesto on how he was going to take over Ukraine. And we just sat on it like... We did nothing. And then even as he was bringing troops to the border of Ukraine, it was like, well, we can do all these sanctions, but 
but we don't want to do it too soon because then they won't be a deterrence anymore. We're just going to wait until he attacks. Yeah. And I'm like, how stupid are you? Like, yeah, like this could have been prevented. Well, it's like, and, and you and I talked about this, Google, when North Korea, as soon as Trump got in office, what did North Korea do? Oh, we're testing rockets. And they done that for all of five seconds. They do that with right. every administration. <laughs> like North Korea is notorious for, oh, we're testing missiles right. again. Like every administration. I don't care which administration yep. it was. They do it every single time. Um, and then me and you had talked about, <gasps> actually, it was all of us uh, a few years ago when DV6 was a regular and we had talked about this exact same thing about Russia invading Ukraine. And I think we were basically just counting down to it because, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, he's just saying that. No, Vladimir Putin usually right. does what the fuck he says he's going to do, but he's smart enough to know when to fucking do it. And honestly, this was the smartest well, time to do it. I hate to take up for the man. I really do. But if you're going to invade a country, why not do it when, you know, the hands are down on their end because there's nothing protecting them other than their, you know, force as far as will power to continue what they've got. Trump did an interview about what's going on and he said that Putin was smart for doing it now and he called him like classy or whatever. And Everyone went nuts. They're like, oh, my God, he's still in bed with Putin. And I'm like, no, that's not even like how he yeah. meant it. I mean, that's one of those. Like, He's just telling you how it is. Putin didn't do anything while Trump was president because Trump was unpredictable. Yeah. Putin exactly. did not know what was going to happen if he did something. Yeah. And, and I think that's. I hate to say saved us from anything during that time, but I don't think. Any huge numbers, catastrophes came in those four years. I mean, we had some casualties and stuff, obviously. But I don't think anything that's happened over the last, what is this, February? Yeah, the last month and something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's crazy. It's been longer than a month. But yeah. Gas prices are going to just keep going up. Um, and and we're not even like there's not even any sanctions against oil. Yeah. And <laughs> it's so stupid. Well, that's that's another oh thing, too. People are eating up that it's that it's this that's causing the increase in prices. And I'm like, so what caused the increase in prices uh, 10 months ago? Um, because people were <laughs> going back to work after covid. Yeah, that's, that's what that's started this whole thing. What it was, yeah, it's definitely what yes. it was. Yes, that well, is exactly what they're saying. Well, and we went back to importing, yeah, crude oil instead of exporting it because yeah. we're no longer right. producing it here. Yeah, and all the and, and that's why, like, like Biden is like Biden and the White House are all, um, are all saying how like every NATO country is on the same page as the U S and stuff, even though Italy has publicly said, we do not want sanctions against Russia's energy sector because we depend on it. Yeah. A lot of countries actually do more countries than people recognize. That's, that's another thing. And I don't think 
Well, I know exactly. So, so like even with the current like list of sanctions, the exemption is for oil, wood. um, There's two other energy sources. Basic necessities that are pretty much relatively available. Right, and it's like where where's Putin getting his money from? Oh, but we we cut him off from the bank. Yeah. (laughs) Well. I had seen a graph, I think it was a few days ago, uh, from Forbes. It's a screenshot, so I don't know when it was taken as far as the article or anything. But it showed the top 10 or 15 countries that had given money to the Clinton Foundation. And Ukraine was number one with $10 million. And I wanted to retweet it and say, maybe you should have kept that for your military. But then I was like, if I said that, somebody would call me a cold-hearted bastard. Um, <laughs> you'd be in so much trouble, Bo. Oh yeah, Twitter would have fucked our fucking entire account into the ground. Um, oh, so, man. so I held my breath on that. But it's interesting to see that out of the ten or fifteen, they gave ten million dollars to the Clinton Foundation of all places, and I'm right. like. I don't understand what that was about. I don't want to know, probably. But at the same time, (laughs) here we are giving billions to other countries that honestly don't need it because we fucked them in the beginning and, you know, we shouldn't have fucked them. Um, And we can't even, you know, help somebody that obviously has given so much to us in a way. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I, I feel for the civilians and and those over there, I really do. It shouldn't be happening. It's and, and like Brizzo said, history repeats itself. I made a whole Twitter thread about it the other day, yesterday, I think. Um It does. It does. Cause I, I equated it to and, and I think we all do it. Um, we wonder what it's like to be a part of history, no matter how you know dark and depressing or happy it is. I think all of us are like, what would it have been like to live during X, Y, Z, whether it was the Crusades or the pyramids or, or you know, the plague or, or whatever. We always wonder what life was like and what was going on at the time. Um, and then, you know, the kids today, they don't know what it's like until now for us that lived through nine 11 and desert storm and, and all of that. Like, so, so I equated it to that and it's like, you have this pit in your stomach and shit like that. And it is true. I don't care what country it is. I don't care who it is. It's one of those things that you can't, you can't describe in words unless you felt it. And even then describing it, is probably the hardest part to somebody that hasn't been through it. I don't know if anybody wants to comment on that or not, but I think it's sad that we sit here too, you know, and we blame it on politics. We blame it on greed. We, we blame Trump. Then we blame Biden. And then, and then at the end of the day, we sit here, stand up for another country while having a double standard of, oh, no, you can't have those freedoms in your own country. No, not not on my watch. Like, really? 
that's that's how we play this game every few years and it's every few years it really is i mean i don't think there's too many years where we had a gap where something like this doesn't happen i mean the last four with trump was probably the most peaceful i've seen (laughs) yeah and that's saying a lot seeing as how we had fucking small businesses being burned down every fucking way you looked but as far as I was gonna say, but but at least we don't have the mean tweets right now. Yeah, at least we at least we cured racism. Um, well, no, because apparently <laughs> I saw a story this week that claims that bike helmets are racist. What? <sighs> I know, I know, I know that is not in my stupid news because I don't think I dropped any stories for stupid news this week. Oh, so, so they- thanks for answering my question. I asked like two and a half hours ago. Oh, you're welcome. I didn't see it. <laughs> Obviously, but yeah, um, I was. That's I. Th- I think I think we'd beat a dead horse uh, unless there's something new that comes out. I don't. I think that's all I've got to say on that. I don't know if anybody else wants to say anything else and and then move on. But nothing to see here. Move on. Okay. <laughs> um, I do. I, want- I was watching. I was watching something the other day and a very smart person whose name I can't remember now says made the point that when the United States is economically stable and we're not like at each other's throats, how we are right now, like it's worse now than it was even a few years ago, then the rest of the world is relatively peaceful, not like a hundred percent, but relatively peaceful. Well, I mean that, just look through history. Every time we're not at each other's throats, the rest of the world is pretty okay. It really is. Right. I mean, and I mean, obviously you have your little quarrels and qualms and people yelling at each other, but yeah. Um, but let's go on. We do have Jen and carry on. Uh, they're here to hang out and Jen has an update with her situation. Would you like to elaborate on that for us? Yeah. Um, so, uh, January 3rd, I went to the ER and, uh, my nodule and my tumor, my thyroid was about, uh, uh, 1.7 centimeters. Uh, about three weeks ago, they did an ultrasound. They elected not to do a biopsy at that time. And it was 3.6. Um, they also did a CT scan of my head. Um, and they found out that I had a leftward leaning deviated septum, bone spur, uh, partially blocked nasal passage, a mucal cyst, and chronic sinusitis on top of the chronic thyroiditis and the uh, tumor that was now nearly uh, four centimeters. Um, so finally, last week, we were able to get Mayo to do the biopsy. And um, I'm going to put it out there for those listening. Uh, the results of my biopsy did come in Friday. I am cancer free. Um, yes. Good news. I am cancer free, um, which is a huge step in the right direction. So, um, now we can officially move towards a step of doing surgery, hopefully to one look at getting this, um, either a thyroidectomy or the tumors taken out. Um, but more importantly, um, this gives me a diagnosis to kind of look at legal avenues. Uh, 
as well as um, move forward with some other care options uh, to meet with the rhinoplasty department uh, and um, uh, see about having maybe a, a, a sinus repair done um, as I do have significant damage there. So that certainly explains where a lot of my pain is coming from. What they've determined is, is based off of all the results that we have thus far, what they believe is happening is I'm going through these cycles of both sinusitis and thyroiditis. And when those infections get very severe, my pain gets severe, and that's when I kind of begin to crumble. So um, the goal right now is to keep my stress level down and um, keep me kind of baselined out um, until the uh, elected decision to make surgery is done. Um, so for those that don't know, backtracking a little bit, when my story blew up in January, um, over the course of between December 31st and January 2nd, my story had nearly 5 million hits on social media. And um, so I made a promise to people that we were going to bring this um, to the VA's doorstep. And I know when I was on last time, we kind of briefly mentioned that. So we, uh, I had my team get together and uh, redirected all of the Longhorn Paranormal TV show um, mission towards the Longhorn Outpost, which is our veterans organization that we've been kind of trying to figure out over the last uh, two years. And uh, in less than a week, my team was able to completely overhaul longhornoutpost.org um, and .us. And, um, we now have um, a very quickly growing uh, veterans pending 501c3 that is going to bat for veterans um, with the VAMCs and VA system. Uh, and we've actually already taken on four cases for veterans uh, who are combating uh, very, very bad health situations due to the VA healthcare system. So we are making huge, huge steps forward. Um, we have a 96, and I can talk about this one. Uh, one of the cases we took on was a 96-year-old woman named Zola Maddox, and she was the widow of a World War II veteran. And because of some organization screwing up on her VBA benefits, she was easy eating frozen hot dogs and frozen TV dinners. And so we were actually able to raise nearly $600 to get fresh food into the home for Zola. So... Um, that's the kind of stuff that we're doing. We're picking up the ball where, where other people in the VA have dropped it royally. So um, we are making major, major steps forward, both in my health and organizationally. And uh, we're really, really excited. First off, congratulations that you're not dying from cancer. No cancer for you, as the soup Nazi would yeah. say if he was a cancer Nazi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't Fuck know, that's a Seinfeld reference. Um, seriously, uh, fucking that, when you told me that earlier, because we did speak on the phone earlier today. Uh, yes, 100%. I'm so happy for you there. Uh, I hate that they're basically saying, oh, you don't need it removed, even though it's it's uh, life-changing and, and a hindrance mm -hmm. uh, uh, in your daily life. Because that's complete bullshit. Um, and, and, and without saying it, you did say it a minute ago. He's, he's going against what he's said about what problems this is causing you by 
basically yeah. saying everything I just said is null and void and you're okay. So we're not going to remove it. Yeah. That. Like I sent you a copy of that. I mean, it's, it's, it's insanity to me that, you know, positive four, positive four significantly impacted by patient, you know, patient hairs falling out, uh, you know, possible hemorrhage, this, that, and the other. I mean, you, I sent you a copy of the clinical notes. Mm-hmm. It's just mind blowing to me that, you know, uh, and even Mayo's own website states that, that he should be doing the surgery. Yeah. Um, and and the impact on yourself and your businesses it's it's taken such a toll um physically mentally emotionally uh financially cuz you you're not able to get out into the field correct yeah no i actually um long the longhorn brand itself short of um the $1000 in donations that the outpost for veterans has raised which mm-hmm. we can't touch yet for the most part um the Longhorn brand itself has not made a dime since December 7th because of the VA. Right. And the Longhorn outpost goes to help other veterans and family members. Correct. Correct. Yes. And per, because we are converting to a 501 C three, the way our bylaws and articles of incorporation are written, um, we can, nobody can take a salary until we hit a $50,000 floor cap for the organization. So, yeah, I mean, certainly a thousand dollars is a far cry from 50,000. So, um, so yeah. So, um, and, and what's more frustrating to me is the families that work for my organization that rely on us and, and to be able to take care of them. Uh, I'm not able, you know, I, I, I'm not able to do that. I have veterans that work for me that, you know, need to be paid and uh, it, it's not happening. And it's, you know, when you have a TV show, when you cancel fan events, when you're not on the road, when your merch isn't moving, you know, when, when the entertainment screeches to a halt, so does the paycheck. Yeah. Well, I was just about to ask, how are you and your team able to keep going right now? Like what is because obviously financially you can't do anything. I mean, your hands are tied for Longhorn Outpost. Um, as far as paranormal is concerned, where obviously you, if you had money coming in, you'd be paying your bills and, and paying your yeah. employees and staff and all. Um, what can people do? I know you said something about the store earlier. Yeah, so uh, at ghosted360.com, we have merchandise as well as longhornparanormal.com and then also at longhornoutpost.org. All three of our sites, we have merchandise. Um, we also have um, Patreon memberships. And uh, of course, we have a GoFundMe and a, some donations set up right now. Obviously, my story has been validated. Um, so any donations we get right now, I'm actually using um, my financials that I get in personally. I've been personally paying um, to cover a lot of the organizational costs. Um, so for those that don't know, um, Longhorn Paranormal, the brand itself is a grassroots organization. I started it with five bucks and we turned it into a half a million dollar organization with, you know, steady work that, you know, I literally work seven days a week, 20 hours a day. And there's people like on TikTok, you know, I'll do a live and they're like, when does Jen sleep? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've really put my heart and soul into these brands and, um, I have a team I, I have to more than me, my team has, has, and I, I know some of them are listening tonight, but my team has stuck it out through this, through the thick and the thin and the feeling like they're being left out or whatever has come of this mess. I, I have a team of people that 
are still working for me. I, I have like Anna Grubb. I haven't paid her. And she said, I'm right here. I'm not leaving you. Yeah. I she told my so. team, take the week of Christmas off, shut it down, yeah. spend time with your Christmas with for Christmas with your family. My entire staff showed up to work. I said, I'm working the week of Christmas because someone needs to keep working. I want you guys to go spend time with your families. And my entire team showed up to work. That's and I, if that doesn't speak volumes about the leadership of our organization, I, I don't know what does. Um, but um, to know that I have that kind of loyalty from the people in our organization, it, it, it means the world. Uh, it means, oh, I, my, I, I have, uh, we have a, a group me and my guys are laughing at me right now in the comments um, saying I work too much, um, but uh, uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, it means the world to me that we've got these amazing people that that work for us and believe in the things that we're doing. Um, you know, before all of this kind of came to a screeching halt, uh, the, to kind of bring context to the people, and you can go check this out on some of our social media, our team came up with this great idea to give Christmas away. We literally mm-hmm. gave Christmas away to people. And so for Christmas, I didn't, we didn't get any presents under our tree. We actually gave away presents to people in need. Like there is one guy, his name is Ron and he, he needed he, he couldn't afford to put license plates on his car. Longhorn paranormal covered that bill. And so um, those are the kinds of people that work for us that um, we, you know, come up with ideas that, uh, of how to give back and how to do just amazing things. And I'm very humbled to, to have those kinds of people in our organization that do really, really, really incredible things. So um, um, right now, you know, the big things that people can really do is, is get behind us and support that spread the word. You know, if you don't know something about us, look into us a little bit. Um, um, we, we really, we really need that support. And uh Oh, my, my people are all up in my DMs right now. It's hilarious. But, uh, um, uh well, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, if you're listening to DV radio, uh, and you've not, you know, if you've missed out on us talking to Jen earlier and, and, and sharing everything about Longhorn outpost and paranormal, uh, and dvradio.net forward slash chat, uh, I've got oink, uh, in there. He's linked all the URLs to, uh, Longhorn council, uh, the outpost, both of your stores, please go make a purchase. I don't care if it's one item or, you, you know, you buy everything out of, yeah. <laughs> of the stores. Uh, go help them out. Um, it reminds me a lot, and I don't know if uh, Google and, and Recoil and Oink, you know, want to back me up on this, but it reminds me a lot of our team. Like, seriously, I mean, there's been days where we're just like, oh, fuck, should we keep going? And it's like, you know what? It's not for me as much as it is for that one person. Um, yeah. And and that's that's the thing, I think, through DV that has brought us with so many people like yourself and Adam Ely of Hard Luck and Objective yeah. Zero. And there, There's so many missions out there that have gotten so big. And I know you and I kind of talked about some of those earlier but, you know, it's like I told my uh, VASO Carrie, uh, you know, earlier this week, mm-hmm. we had a frustrating situation with a veteran that, you know, we were trying to get care to and didn't want to accept the care. And and uh, I said, Carrie, don't focus on that. I said, there are 600,000 other veterans out there that need us. Right. And right. and, you know, 
every day I wake up, you know, especially feeling sick right now, I go to bed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take tomorrow off. I just need to rest. Mm-hmm. And I, like I told you, you know, when you called me earlier, I, you know, I, I get up in the morning and I go, okay, I can't rest today. I yeah. can't do it. I've got, you know, I, and I start thinking about all of those people and people like you guys, you know, you guys are uh, 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 partners on our website. I think about the people that know about us or know about what we're doing or the the people that we need to share things with or the veterans we need to help or the, you know, paranormal private clients or, you know, the, the haunted location that reaches out to us and says, there's a sick little girl. Can you come to a paranormal event with her? It's like, I, I think about all those people and I'm not going to lie through being sick. It's what keeps me going. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I get up in the morning and I well, just, I remember all the people that are believing in this, my Anna Grubb, my Mandy Padilla, the people who come to work for me day in and day out, who believe in the bigger picture. And, and I can't, I, I just, I just can't, I cannot stop yeah. because those people are there. Yeah. You mentioned you we're, we're on your website. I've not added you to the DV radio website because I have to go into a whole lot of shit to the website to change just like two things. But the other day I, I told Google, I was like, is there anything you want me to do to the main DV website that since I'm over here and I restructured our whole vet resources and you and objective zero are at the top for veterans have veterans. It's you guys uh, longhorn outpost and objective zero. And then it goes down oh. from there. Um, That's awesome. But, getting back to not being able to do it, but you can do it because it's always for somebody else. Uh, Recoil hit me up earlier because he knows how my week's been with my girls this week. And he was like, you want to be able to do the show tonight? And I was like, hope so. Like, that's all I said. <laughs> I was like, and then you called and I missed your first call because Crohn's. Hello. Um, <laughs> and my mom was like, it's, it's Jen. And I was like, she's going to have to wait. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I said to her. <laughs> but you're exactly right. I mean, I, I make the joke, you know, I've given birth here on, on, on the show <laughs> and I have, I mean, re- recoil, you can attest to that. Can't you? <laughs> next week show live from Bo's bathroom <laughs> yeah, right um well that's the good thing uh i can't make it to the bathroom so i've got a bedside command um because <laughs> disabled um but <laughs> i was gonna say it's always live from his bathroom <laughs> literally it's, it's live from my bathroom my kitchen <laughs> my bed like um oh, shit the living room is all there. It's all right one. here, conveniently stuffed into one couch. Um, <laughs> but it sure uh, has acoustic treatments. It does. It really it does. Be nice though. You never have to go anywhere. Next time I need to make some folly sound for fart noises, I can just cue up the bedside commode. Um, do I hear? Uh, do I hear a new sponsorship with Depends? <laughs> I don't know about that. It depends upon it. Right. Me and my mom were talking about going out the other day because i was like i really wanted to go out because i've not been out in a while and i'm not getting cabin fever i'm just 
I, I hate sitting in the same place, which I've done for the last decade. Uh, and I, I was, was like, say, but, I don't think you have a choice. Right. And I was like, but knowing my luck, as soon as I get out, my stomach will be like, fuck you, Bo. And she's like, well, we can get some depends. And I was like, fuck you. No, we're not getting to pit. I didn't say fuck you to my mom. I would never say that to my mom. <laughs> Let me be clear. I would never ever say that to my mom but uh i said hell no uh i don't think so she's like yeah but i was like look when i was dying and i shit myself literally dying and shit my, i was like that was the worst moment of my life she went what i said yeah she said that wasn't the worst moment i said no that was the worst moment of my adult life and, and she went yeah but so, i was like there is no but mom there's no but to this <laughs> like we we sort of like argued jokingly back and forth for like 10 minutes about what the worst part of my life was i was like it was shitting myself while i was fucking dying that's what it was <laughs> not not having a kidney stone pass out of my dick on live air like no not that you know not fucking getting crones and all, shitting myself while i was dying <laughs> Miss <laughs> Fester said, Bo, you wouldn't live to tell us you like had when you're old. <laughs> right? Miss uh, Fester said, Bo, you wouldn't live to tell us you had said it to her. <laughs> but no, um, I, I think that's another thing that brought us together is your staff is, is just as inundated with helping that one person as we are. And I, I commend yeah. you guys on that Go so battle. much. Um, yeah, I, I think what you guys are doing up in upstate New York is huge with the DV farm. You know, I, well, I've that, looked into that. Wait, wait, wait. That's that's New Hampshire. That's New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. It, yes. It's yeah. up in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys the, have, Google's up there in New Hampshire, and I'm down here in North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, that mission you guys have up there, I mean, short of beating the dog with the shovel, I mean, you guys are really doing some great things, you know? I guess that's where the uh, the uh, animal therapy comes in. <laughs> oh my God! Animal pinata. No. That's what we'll call it. That's what we'll call it now. On the website, I'll, I'll change pinata. it. To animal pinata <laughs> therapy. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Done. No, <laughs> you know most most um you know uh, substance abuse treatment programs offer equine therapy. I think you guys should update the DB Farm website with uh, shovel beating dog therapy. <laughs> Take they a shovel, will definitely dog. have PETA at our door. <laughs> um, six, six, several years ago, Six did a video on the porch <laughs> overlooking the duck pond, and he labeled it duck bombing. Hey, and nothing happened. Oh. It was like an hour-long video, and people were threatening to call PETA, but nothing happened. Like, it was just... <laughs> It was a video of the pond. That That's was it. no touch, nothing. He literally One of said our people, Bo, one of our people in our comments uh, for our, our private team chat just commented. He's listening. He said, uh, we have some great connects for, uh, for uh, the dog's name is Storm, I believe. We have some great connects for a service dog for a shovel PTSD. <laughs> shovel PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna need some fucking shock kind therapy of a, yeah that's kind of associated with uh work dogs there uh compensation you know <laughs> that's great um 
uh, also, Zola, I'd seen that and I'd shared it uh, a little bit where I could. Um, how is she doing right now? I know you guys have given a few updates on her, but how is she doing How like mentally and, and stuff like that? I'm going to let Carrie let Carrie talk about that. Okay. Right now we've raised $543, but Carrie is actually the one going to see her. Cool. Yeah, I've been um, working with Ms. Olad for um, almost going on two years now regarding this. Um, she is a feisty soul. She is fighting for it. Initially, she was not even recognized as the wife of her husband who passed away, what, 15 years ago or something like that. So, you know, it was been a battle. So um, right now she's doing as well as can be expected. I am personally going and delivering. I'm actually cooking the meals too. I am delivering them cooked meals so that um, the caretakers, because she does have someone with her 24 hours a day, seven days a week um, with her. And my gesture that I started well over a year ago was basically to give the those that are in the house and the family members that do come and rotate, give them a little bit of a break because the um uh, it's her son that is there and he doesn't cook that well and I've actually had seen her come in to visit I went over to visit and she was eating a frozen meal and I'm like I'm going to do something about this I don't care what so I was just taking over extra food and stuff um, that I would cooked and prepped for myself so I take about four meals a week over there last week we did what uh, last week, I dropped off a chicken and rice with green beans and bacon in it. And I did um, some banana pudding type of thing. Um, I'm getting ready to do a little bit of shopping for this upcoming. And she's going to have some, she asked for ham and some sweet potatoes. I'm also going to do like a navy bean soup with her. And she also asked for a peach cobbler and get some grapes over there too. So I tried to make it nutritious and tastes good and easy on the family and so that she can eat. She does have some um, things that I am trying to address with her, but she's a fighting spirit. She reminds me so much of my grandmother when my grandmother was around. But um, one of the things when it uh, warms up a little bit, um, we're going to try to get her on my motorcycle. Oh, Put her in some, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and when I say I'm the, the motorcycle, um, put her in my leathers, my leather coat, my um, my helmet and stuff and get her on my motorcycle and do like a couple little photos for her. Nice. She actually used to ride around uh, the, the community on a little bike and stuff like that. So awesome. my motorcycle is actually a three wheel. So we got to wait till it gets a little bit warmer for her and just do it around. She is on oxygen. So, but you I, know, just her going out and sitting on the motorcycle and having a, uh, her fighting spirit the way that it is, you know, right. you know, that's the type of things that we did. Another thing that we did is, um, her husband had a flag, but it was not in the case and they, he wanted it, um, put in the, she had made a request to have it put in the case, um, 
So I had a couple of Patriot Guard riders go over there with me and we folded it up and made sure that it was folded and properly and fit into her enclosed case and stuff like that. I was able to uh, locate her husband's rank with the official uh, time error. So because uh, the son was wanting to make a shadow box. So I was able to find a World War II uh, Navy emblem for his exact rating and rate um, on there. And I, I sent it on over to her. Um, her birthday is actually going to be coming up in April. She's going to be 97. And she oh, she has the sweetest soul that there is. But um, yeah, if anybody wants to send a birthday card to her, she loves getting mail. Um, you can send the uh, birthday cards on over to uh, Longhorn Paranormal, and yeah. uh, we will get them to her. Oh, on our wow. website, we have the address on our homepage for Zola um, to send cards if people want to do that. I was just about to say, I, I actually put the address in the chat box on DV Radio, and I'll put that in the podcast for people as well. Um, yeah, but... I was, I was, Bo, when I heard about this, when I heard about Zola, I, I about blew a head gasket. I was so, Carrie called me and said, I really want to tell you about this. And I just went off the rails. I said, I want a video made in the next hour for this woman. I said, I, I, I just couldn't believe that this was happening to her. And, and it just, it, I, you know, out of all the things that, we do as veterans and we say we go around we use this narrative i've got your six i've got your six well you know what here we are a world war ii veteran and there's not very many left and you know this is the widow of one of them and you know i i just i think back to and i wasn't around obviously but i think back to 1943 could this guy imagine that his 96 year old wife would be left in the dark while all of us veterans walk around and say, I've got your six. Yeah. And it just, it pulled at my heartstrings. And I said, you know, there's a fine line between saying I've got your six and actually having it. And, and I, I just, I jumped all over it. I said, we got to do something. Yeah. I think I had seen, is it smiles is TikTok? Mm-hmm. I think yes. That's, yeah. Our, that's... our public information officer. Yeah. I think I'd seen that one and I, yeah, I. it was one of those moments where you're so pissed off and sad all at the same time that you don't know whether you should scream, yell, or cry. It was one of those moments. Uh, yeah. Oh, trust me, I'm doing all three of them. I mean, yeah. in the fact, in Ms. Zola's case, um, she had to file for what they call reconsideration. Um, because initially they said they didn't, that she didn't identify how many times that she and her husband had been married in a personal statement, but it was indicated on the forms that it was done. So she had to file uh, a higher level review and uh, cited a duty to assist. I mean, and for this woman to know this language, duty to assist in higher level appeal in a higher level review hint 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 you know she had to have somebody you know she had to have a little bit you know you know she's very smart to word it that way anyway um but you know and for the the higher level review to come back and say they found not one um uh, duty to assist errors but they actually found multiple duty to assist errors from um 
her uh, VSO, which is named on uh, the, her documentation and so forth like that. And that's an accredited nationwide organization. I don't know if I want to say it particularly, but I know that it is on the initial video and stuff. Um, the um, the name of the organization is actually on um, the paperwork. Uh, you can find do. it on our website. That I think it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you guys are able to do that and, and you were able to help the one soldier uh, recently that I had sent you guys. Um, it, yes, it's wonderful. Chris. Yes, it, it's, it's wonderful what you guys are doing, honestly. Um, I, w I wish there were more actual resources as far as what the, uh, the government should be doing as opposed to what they are doing. Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not proud of what they are doing correctly, but there's a lot of other things they should be doing that they're not doing by any means. And it's, it's and, you uh, know, I, disgrace. I would love Bo to make videos about all the great things the VA is doing. Yeah. And maybe there's a day that that happens, but for now we need massive accountability. Like that mm -hmm. video I sent you right before we went live, you know, we have to start bringing this to light. And so many people on social media have told me, you know, it's a lost cause. Why waste your time? And, you know, I think back to a, a little boy that stood up against a bunch of tanks in the middle of a big open area. And I don't know if any of y'all know the photo I'm referencing, but it just takes one. It just takes one. And my, my story, what I've, what I've gone through with the VA, it, it, it lit a fire for me. And, and to think that like, like, and because he's a client now, I can't say his full name, but to think like the guy you sent me, what he's mm -hmm. going through, you know, what, what he is going through, uh, you know, far supersedes what I'm going through. The fact that he could lose function of a limb because yeah. of botched surgeries blows my mind. And the fact that the system has so far failed him. I had another veteran reach out to me today. That's a matter of days away from losing benefits. I, we got a phone call, Carrie and I late last night from a guy who for 20 years has been refused his assistance and been screwed over by numerous organizations. And I'm just thinking to myself, how does this continue to happen? And where do we draw a line in the sand? And when does it stop? And, and that's, I want, it to be so bold. And I, I said this to Carrie recently. I said, I want, I want two things to happen. I didn't want secretary McDonough to call me and say, I have openly said that I don't, I want to stop the intimidation tactics, the fear and all this shit that we instill in veterans. And, and, and I want to, I want to create accountability. You're on this end with the veterans and wanting accountability. Let's meet in the middle. And if not, I want the other thought to be, this that the Longhorn outpost is the line in the sand and short of being political, because that's a gray hair area with being a 501c3. I want the VA vision directors, VASOs, VSOs, the people that are screwing over these veterans in the VA system to wake up in the morning and go, how is Longhorn outpost going to fuck up our day to day? Yeah, because I want them to know that we're going to put the veterans first and 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 I want them going, which veteran did they take last night? Which case did they take on? I want, I have a vision to have VASOs from every state on our team, to have VSOs from every state on our team. I would love to get it to where there's an open relationship and dialogue with the VA. And we've got regional representatives 
from each state and that we're actually able, I, I don't want a conflict with the VA. I want yeah. reform. I want my system to reflect the values that they walk around and say they're reflecting, but they clearly don't. And, and so how can we as individuals take our VA back legally, lawfully? Like I said before, I've never advocated violence, but how can we be our own change? And, 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 I believe it's possible and it's a big dream, you know, but here, as, as I told someone recently, veterans are taught to do the impossible. We're trained to do impossible. We're trained to overthink limitations. And that's, that's my thought process here, you know, is, is that this world war two veterans dead, but you know what? I can sleep peacefully tonight knowing that he knows that his wife's taken care of. Yeah. That is huge, huge. And those are the kinds of things we're going to do. I'm going to pick up the ball every single place someone drops it and, and, and do everything in my power to do just that. And if the VA meets us in the middle, great. And if they don't, you know what? I'm going to keep the negative PR rolling because I believe the more people we educate, the more people that become aware of what their tax dollars are actually paying for, the more accountability we can create. Absolutely. And, you know, my my philosophy has always been for the past 30 years, I have been educating veterans and I've been training the VMAC so that veterans don't have to go through what I went through when I got out of the military 30 years ago. People don't realize that I'm the age that I am, but I'm actually a Gulf War error veteran. And I got out, you know, in my early 20s. So, you know, and at that time, you walked into the VA and it was, um, you know, the World War II veterans that was there, uh, primarily of the male gender type of thing. You know, women were just now coming a commonplace that they are now in the VMAC system. You know, when I was there, I'd go to the doctors and they'd say, can we bring the students in here because you don't looked like our typical patient that we have here and you have some of the things that they have and this would be a good training for them you know and i i had to do that all the time i said i don't mind you doing that absolutely not if it'll make them a better doctor then absolutely but you know we are coming across and dealing with not only bad care within the vmac system we have bad administrative employees that the VA decides to keep on. There was one arrest within what the past two weeks of a stolen dollar in uh, Rhode Island. And then last week there was a, uh, a a felony arrest for um, a predator. Orlando and Florida. Yeah. Going after 12 guys, understand like how important this mission is to me. This predator in Florida was a VA employee and was sexually soliciting a 12 year old girl into, and, and then threatened to hurt her if she didn't send nude photos on government time. Jesus. This is the kind of stuff happening in our VA system. At the same time in New York, there is a, a, a woman claiming to be a Marine Corps veteran working at the VA, jumping off of 501c3s and taking money. And the VA never verified that she was a veteran, one, the VA of all people, and two, never, never 
looked into her on an employment and just gave her a job. So not only was she stolen valor, she's claiming benefits, which meets the criteria for stolen valor, but three, she's lying about her employment status with the VA. And, and, the, and the VA did nothing to verify, no checks, no balances. And, and fortunately enough, the OIG got involved. And, but these are the kinds of things that are happening when nobody is looking. I, I, I dropped a video today where VA employees, and this one's a little bit older, were taking parking spots of veterans because they did not want to park in employee parking. So they were taking spots from disabled veterans. The very people, and, and let's, you know, as Carrie says, they're, they're quite literally, the people they serve are the disabled. How selfish can you be? And, and it just, we're hearing more and more and more as we bring these stories out and we get in front of these things um, that, you know, there, there's all of these things that are happening. This guy in Florida, the sexual predator, he's still on the payroll. How? He, he openly confessed. How? The VA says he still has a job for now. You want to talk about the legalities of all this, that, and the other? At the end of the day, the dude openly confessed on the record to the FBI that he had done it. Why is he still employed with a government paycheck? I want to know. Yeah, yeah and just like the, the the woman that's in, I believe it's Rhode Island, not only is it stolen valor, but what makes it even more disgusting is that while working at the VA, she was also claiming to be a stage four cancer patient. Yeah. Stage and, four cancer. And while all of this is going on, we've got the VA harassing veterans like myself intimidating the people that follow us on social media. We have proof of it. Uh, uh, and, 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 you know, they're, they're using intimidation and fear tactics against the veterans that they're meant to serve. Instead of holding their own people accountable, they try to come after us like the veteran in St. Louis who was arrested for calling them to the carpet. The veteran that called us last night for assistance who was arrested for calling them on social media to the carpet. The VA actually went after veterans for a post they made on social media that was not of a threatening nature, but just calling the VA to the carpet for their actions and the VA is going after them and arresting them and issuing warrants and saying, we won't treat you until the warrant's satisfied. Yeah. It's uh, the the accountability and the response, and I mean, I could sit here and go down a whole list of things. It's it's beyond mind-boggling, disgusting, unheard of. I mean, and, and that's another thing. Like Carrie had said earlier, and I've I've mentioned numerous times. Uh, it needs to start at the top and replace each and every single individual and work your way down yeah. until you get to the, until you get the cancer out for lack of yeah. a better term. Um, you want to fix it? It needs to happen. And I know somebody's listening. You want to fix it? Make me the direct secretary of the VA. You give me one year and I promise you, I will turn the VA upside down. Yeah. Speaking of the VA, um, <clears throat> we, uh, before I get to the VA, uh, we are taking, I don't want to call them applications cause they're not really applications, but we'll call them applications for people who are care, 
caregivers of those who uh, have autism and other disabilities, whether they're your child or an adult or, or anything of that nature. Um, I'll drop the uh, Facebook post there in DV radio chat. I've gotten 13 or 14, I think, so far. Um, it's for you to come on. Uh, we'll discuss your story uh, as an individual. That'll be its own episode. And then we'll get a few of you together and we'll do a roundtable discussions and, and talk about uh, how uh, the quote unquote taboos in the world affect uh, your daily living as well as uh, the child or, or the, the individual. And, and like I said, it can be autism or anything. Autism started it, started me on this uh, almost two years now. Um, and we couldn't do it because the vid and uh, some other shit happened and we just were not able to do it. Um, but I've got this set up now. We're going to do it. And talking about the VA, I uh, have another form that'll be coming out today is the 26th so probably uh the first full week of march that's around uh march 6th uh it's about the caregiver legacy program and uh i've mentioned that last week i believe it was right link or was it the week before it might have been a week before but i know you mentioned it yeah yeah so uh if you don't know uh Back in October 2020, I believe, is when they restarted or redone everything. <clears throat> Veterans uh, that need a caregiver were in a program, and they restructured it. And uh, they restructured it to include Vietnam to 9-11 uh, veterans. Well, wouldn't you know, 80% or more of the 97,000 applicants for caregivers have been denied. I have been moved down a tier, which means I can sustain livability on my own without a caregiver 24 seven. And uh, for many of these families, that means up to 3000 or more dollars out of their pocket because they're now ineligible. Like, and, and I've got a couple of uh, wives that have reached out to me, um, they're the first ones that I'm definitely going to have on, on that roundtable discussions. Uh, but if you're a caregiver and you're either in the caregiver program or you're trying to get into the caregiver program or you've been denied or you've been moved down like I have, um, this is what that forms for. And uh, we'll get you on the show. We'll tell your story. And uh, like, a, like what we're doing with autism and disabilities, we're going to do the uh, roundtable discussions with a few of you. Um, hopefully I can get my mom on one or both of these uh, shows. I'll probably let Recoil or Oink or JJ or somebody uh, interview her. That that way it's completely unbiased. Um, but uh, their biggest excuse right now is uh, that they don't want people taking advantage of the system and they don't have the financials to include everybody, which is funny because they gave themselves $4.3 million raise over the past couple months, which, which yep. must be nice. Um, so, uh, and what they're, what they're doing now uh, is they're taking your best days. They're taking your best days as a disabled person who cannot, you know, be mobile, like me, who's immobile. And uh, for those that have really harsh mental uh, issues, whether it's PTSD or, or whatever, 
TBIs and they're taking your best days and then that's how they're choosing what tier you're in or if you're even eligible. They're not taking yep. into account, you know, what actually you have to fucking go through. They're they're doing uh they're doing a cookie cutter. That's what they're doing. Doing a cookie and if cutter. you challenge them, Bo, they uh they actually will uh try to say that you're mentally unstable too. Yeah, I'd love to see them try that on my ass. Watch me. I will fuck their world up and they know it. They know it. Because I'm going to appeal mine. I have to. Because that was a lot of money all of a sudden out of our fucking pockets. Um, and, and like I said, we can get by whether, you know, we win the appeal or not. I always have. We always have. Um, but for the families out there that are all of a sudden, that's been in the caregiver program for 10 plus years. And now you're saying, oh, you're ineligible. You just took $3,000 a month out of their fucking mouths. Think about that. That's almost 60 grand a year out of their fucking budget. And they were probably struggling before that because $60,000 doesn't get you no fucking where these days. Like, what the fuck? Seriously? And most of these caregivers can't go have another job. They can't. It's impossible with what some of them have to do. And it's, oh my God, fuck the VA. That's like, and, and I've had it out with quite a few people already, you know, it's, and uh, it's sad, it's disgusting, like I said. I, the VA's logic, you gotta love it. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the lady that's still over it is a Navy veteran herself and has a Marine veteran hus- husband or some shit like that. And I'm like, are, are you fucking kidding me, bitch? Yeah, you're not a vet. That to me is not a veteran. <laughs> That's a glorified. Their whole motto veteran. is "Delay, deny, and hope you die." Right. That's a glorified fucking veteran. But no, the the um, the caregiver form will be out uh, probably uh, the week of the sixth, uh, sometime during then. And if you're listening right now and you missed the beginning of the show, don't forget you have until I believe it's midnight on our store. To get 20% off your entire order. Sorry, we could only make it 24 hours. I'm not in charge of the promo thingy. Um, But you just click the redeem button and then you order your stuff and you get 20% off. Uh, Recoil, how's your week been, brother? Don't tell me you fell asleep, Recoil. Well, if you did, I don't think he's going to tell you. Right. (laughs) Mel, come out wherever you are. Recoil. Recoil. Sorry, you caught me making some sleepy time tea. I was, I was all the way on the other side of the room. I was like, man, I really want a cup of coffee. And I'm like, well, I can't fucking drink coffee. It's fucking 930 at night. So Yeah, you can. Fuck it. I found some bitch-ass tea that I'm going to drink. How was the coffee? Well, I haven't opened it yet because we had just opened a container of coffee when it showed up. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah. Yes, now, personally, I would have sacrificed that coffee to have the, the good Battlegrounds blend. I but my wife was adamant that we had to use the coffee that was already open. You, you should be like, okay, you use that and I'll go oh. in the studio and use my own. <laughs> right. So how's your week been? My week? No, the uh, other recoils. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I'm, 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 my workload picked up. I'm busy again. Um, but I actually like that. So, yeah, because I mean, you're the way it is now. You, 
either have a full workload for a couple of weeks and then you're off for a couple of weeks or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much always like at their beck and call if they need something. But, but yeah, I do have some weeks are, are 20 or 30 hour weeks and then other weeks are 50 or 60 hour weeks. So right. it all works out. Any uh, new things we'll talk about or no? Nope. Cool. <laughs> Oink, how's your week been, brother? <laughs> well, we discussed a little bit during pre-show, uh, but for the listeners out there, it's been a hell of a week, actually. We've actually had 40-degree temps up here, which is kind of weird for fucking Alaska in February, you know? So it's uh, work's been a little bit, I would say, slow until it was Friday. Friday was all hell break loose. We had about, I don't know. 12 jets trying to take off at one fucking time. So that was a little interesting, but uh, they were just other than that, that was another, another, another week, man. Just uh, taking it easy, trying to take it easy. Uh, <laughs> body says, fuck you. And it doesn't want to, but uh, yeah, it's been one of those weeks, man. Were those jets just wanting to get across the ocean to get to Russia really quickly or, <laughs> you know, it could be, it could be the whole Taiwan situation over there too. You never know. Shit. <laughs> I mean, you can see it from your backyard, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, fuck, I was going to say something. forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. Shit. Scooby's all of a sudden awake. She was all snuggled up, and then she moved. God damn it. Jesus fuck. Um, <laughs> but, uh, how have you been keeping clean this week, Oink? How have I been keeping clean? Well, you know, I only shower once a month, but when I do, it's with K-Bar Soap Company. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Oh man, I can't. <laughs> that must be Went one out of heavy bed, bar man. of fucking soap. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> fucking curling fucking soap bars over there. <laughs> I wish I could. Uh. <laughs> K bar. Yes, K bar. <laughs> you you want to tell the listeners about K bar? <laughs> <coughs> well, if I could actually talk, you know, it'd be helpful too. But uh, right. K-Bar Soap Company is the only all-natural soap and beard care options you'll ever need. It's veteran-owned and operated. So ditch the damn bar, grab a grenade, make shower and great again, guys. And that is available only at kbarsoapcode.com. Well, not only. Uh, it's at a few retail stores, I think, but I don't know where. <laughs> be in your neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even know where it's. I don't go down that far. <laughs> I was gonna say Bo doesn't leave the house. Remember, we last had this conversation. Last time I went down there, I was in a six lane highway, and I was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out of here." Like, good night, mayhem. Love you, brother. Um, but yeah, fuck that shit. We were talking about battlegrounds earlier. Uh, Oink had his sent over to Recoil. Uh, I think it was this. Was it this month? It was February. Yeah. Yeah, February. February. Uh, but DV Radio has our own blend of um, coffee, which is great, uh, personally. Not just because me and my mom made it, uh, but because it's just fucking great. Um, you can get it over at youboracoffee.com if you click on, I believe it, is it Partners? Yes. Click on Partners and then uh, uh, DV Radio and it should be under there. Uh, but you can get a uh, ground or whole. Whole bean is obviously the best because it doesn't lose its flavor and all that uh, as quickly. Um, don't freeze it. Some people have told me they froze it, and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Don't, don't freeze the coffee, goddammit. 
Uh, but it has no aftertaste, that, that nasty, bitter aftertaste. None of their coffee does, to my knowledge. Uh, they don't add any chemicals or anything like that. They roast your coffee to order. Let me say again. They roast your coffee to order. So get you some coffee from euboracoffee.com. I don't care if you get Battlegrounds or some other coffee. Uh, but go grab you a bag. Taste it. See what you like. Um, it is the freshest coffee you can have delivered to your doorstep in America. I'm not joking. And it's the same as all your other coffee prices. It really is. Like, I know people are like, oh, my God. That, no, it's the same fucking price, you dickwad. <laughs> um, but they're a great veteran-owned company, Phil. And uh, uh, is it Andre? Andre and Phil, yeah. Andre, God, I almost, almost said another. I thought word they had a third partner at one time, but I, I, I could be mistaken. They had a third partner, but I don't know the third partner's name. Phil never told me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he never told me. Um, but go over there and grab you some of that coffee. It's fucking great. Uh, there's a reason most people that have tried it have <laughs> stuck with it and hate me for it now. <laughs> Scab was like, I fucking hate you. I had the best coffee and then I tried Battlegrounds. <laughs> I was like, sorry? Um, uh, but seriously, I, I've got friends that have tasted it and they're like, oh my God, I need more of this. Um, and I think uh, JJ gets a couple different kinds, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets a... Uh, oh shit, I forget the kind he actually gets too. But they have different flavors of there, obviously. So uh, and I think I've yeah. tried at least three to four of them. Yeah, now they have some. I, I still, yeah, I still think the battlegrounds blends the best for me. Uh, I love it because it's not too dark, not too light. Uh, it's and don't add anything to it when you first taste it. Do not add anything. Try it straight black. And I know some of you are going. I need my sugar. I need my crema. Try it without it. Trust me. Trust me. Um, and uh, yeah, just that's youboarcoffee.com. Uh, Patreon members, I know I've not made a post yet, but we are changing a few of the tiers uh, as soon as my Crohn's comes down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably make a post sometime in March uh, and they'll go into effect uh, come April. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, is there anything I'm forgetting? I feel like there is. Dead air. <laughs> Sounds like a great time to play our video while I order <laughs> coffee. Well, I was going to, but I can't download it because I have shit <laughs> for dick fucking internet. But I will insert it into the podcast and I will make a link to it. I promise. <laughs> I was it's going to. Water, YouTube. I was going to and then I went to uh, download it in the pre-show and the thing kept spinning and I was like, well, that's wonderful. <laughs> but no, I, I will insert. insert. I, yeah, I did. I did recoil. I said insert. God damn it. So I, I'm going to tell you, Bo, I'm going to become a lifetime subscriber of uh, your coffee now that I know you have it. Mm -hmm. uh, because I heard about the board members of Black Rifle Coffee who were donating to uh, Active Blue in the uh, Biden campaign. And so since there are people on the board of uh, Black Rifle Coffee donating to uh, uh, Joe Biden, um, I've stopped purchasing Black Rifle Coffee. And uh, I think I have found my replacement. Honestly, 
I tried Black Rifle once years ago, and it's like every other coffee. It tears my stomach up, and I mean that in the worst possible way. It makes me sick. Ever since I've had Crohn's, um, all coffee has made me sick. Uh, when we ran into Phil through Up in Arms podcast and started talking to him and all, um, I sat here with my mom, and we went through every flavor of coffee they had so we could make our own flavor. And I was fine. It is literally the only coffee to this day that I can drink and nothing bother me at all. Like I said, there's nothing added to it. They don't do any bullshit chemicals. I hate to say it's all organic or all natural. I hate using those terms. Uh, but for lack of better terms, it's completely natural. and It's... I've not had anybody and the process say, they go through to, to select the farms, too, that they get the beans from is... Uh, a story in itself you know they go to the uh, farms that are doing it to, to help out you know single mothers down there in brazil and, and other areas so i mean th th like i said this the whole process from a to b on how they get the beans to how they roast it how they send it to you it's it's definitely worth it yeah and and they go above and beyond helping other people too i mean they never had to help us and make a coffee for us but they did and like i said they're veteran on um, I think they have a few veterans working for them, but I think most of them are civilians, so I don't want to say veteran on and ran, because that would be sort of false. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have a uh, store down in Georgia. Um, I don't know if any of our people have been there. I want to say Marquis went there, didn't he, or was it Jason? Uh, Jason did. Jason, Jason. did uh, from the Southern Vet Suites stopped by when I was talking to him about using their coffee uh, specifically for his truffles and stuff. Yeah, So. And our coffee was that coffee he used. <laughs> I was like, I feel honored. Yay. Um, so, yeah, I was I was really proud of that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, getting some of my coffee in your nuts is going in somebody's mouth. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. Oh, me. But, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're a great company. They're a small company, obviously. They're not your five million dollar year company <laughs> i i respect everything they do definitely back then 100 um can't wait to see where they go and and phil's a north carolina boy so me and him we resonate on on a lot of things <laughs> all um, right so you're saying i should get the whole bean i would if you can if you've got a grinder all right i'm placing an order right now <laughs> if you don't like it don't tell me just lie to me <laughs> actually if there's anything wrong with the order uh be nice but let phil or, or email them and let them know and nine times out of ten they respond really quickly and they'll they'll fix everything and that's another thing about you know you bora I've, I've had a lot of people get upset with them and all this that and the other but you got to realize there's not that many people working there and they've got a lot of orders that they go through and sometimes things gets mixed up and, and sometimes a bag might tear on shipping or whatever. Just be nice and be like, look, this is what happened. It, it either tasted different or the bag was ripped or what. Nine times out of 10, they will get you what you need and what you want. And I don't think I've ever had to wait more than if I ordered on a Saturday, it was roasted on a Monday morning in here by Wednesday or Thursday. If that tells you. Well, anything. we'll find out. I just bought three bags. 
Okay. Uh, if Phil asks me what the <laughs> fuck happened. That's likes her coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's going to be like, what the fuck, dude? And I'll be like, dude, I don't know. Must be some coffee maniac. I, I don't know. Must I-, I used to work for Starbucks. I was actually uh, one of Ugh. the top baristas for Starbucks in uh, 2017. Not that it's worth much, but. Let me tell you, I had one drink from there. I had a French vanilla one time. Most amount of money I've ever spent on a fucking French vanilla in my entire life and the worst fucking French vanilla I've ever had in my entire life and I had never went back ever that's when I was married and she was like oh this so good I was like this is good this is not French vanilla it wasn't French vanilla I don't know what the fuck that shit was and I'll never forget All right, order placed I'll never forget I actually wanted a black coffee I was like I just want coffee and she was like what I was like I want a black coffee you want a what and I was like, you don't have black coffee? What is black coffee? I was like, wow. Wow, this is the retardation in this Starbucks. I forgot where I was at. I want to say it was in Virginia or something, which explains a lot to you. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I never went back to the Starbucks after that French vanilla. That was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's about... 10 minutes before the end of showtime. Google, are you still alive? Yeah, I'm around. Um, <laughs> do you have I heard any- sick yelling at the bird. So I'm like, yeah, do I go up? Do I not? <laughs> to- Honestly, hold on. Last night, I went up to get Gabby because Six was yelling at her. And then today, he's like, I don't even remember you coming up to get her. I'm like, you were yelling at her. So I went up to get her. He goes, what? I'm like, you were yelling at her. So I came up to get her. He's like, I don't even remember that. (laughs) I'm like, oh, great. He doesn't just scream out in pain in his sleep. Now he yells at the bird and doesn't remember. (laughs) <laughs> well, if you go upstairs while he's yelling at the bird, take a shovel and you can take out two birds with one stone. Um, <laughs> including the dog. Including the dog. He won't remember it tomorrow anyway. Um, do you have any last thoughts for our listeners since there was no news? I did not purposely hit Storm with a shovel. <laughs> Twice. Two separate days. <laughs> Two days in a row. Two days in a row. Um, no, just, you know, same as always. Don't do anything stupid and stay out of trouble. I know what I'm calling this podcast. Storms TBI. Oh my God. <laughs> Next time you decide to smack a dog with a shovel, can you make sure it's Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not allowed where he's at. <laughs> I've been I've been saying we just need to send all the illegals over to the White House, but <laughs> Oink. Oink. Oink, last thoughts for our listeners, brother. Last thoughts, uh, check on your battle buddies. Uh, you know, if you haven't done that in a while, check them, give them a call, see how they're doing. And if they need to reach out to talk to somebody, uh, head over to objectivezero.org or download their uh, app for your Android and iOS devices. You never know. It could actually uh, save your life. And don't forget, if you're not a mobile user, 
uh, or you can't use your mobile device because of where you live or, or whatever. Uh, they also have a, uh, a browser application. Just go to objectivezero.org and you can log into your account from there and use it the exact same way as you can on your, uh, on your mobile device. They also have a lot of resources on there that are completely free. Um, and if you need them or want to look into them, use them, do it. Uh, and if you want to be an ambassador, go through the training uh, and, and become an ambassador. We need to get Chris and Betsy on soon because it's been a while since they've been on. Two amazing people. Love them to death. Recoil. Last words for our listeners. Those Objective Zero guys, are they're just doing an awesome job. I remember when they, when that was just a concept. Yes. You know, and it wasn't that long ago. Um, and they've just extreme dedication and 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 really a great idea um and it's just it's just awesome to see them having success with that and and see how many people are being helped by them yeah i mean so. i think you and i when it when we first came because i think they came to us we were like how is this not already a thing like <laughs> right right but yeah i guess just on my end that's uh you know as always be safe keep looking out for each other fuckers i missed that so much <laughs> you don't even know you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that and keep it on on a sound bite and when you're not here I'm gonna play it before we end the show. <laughs> oh wait, let me do it in my sexy. Be safe and keep looking out for each other, fuckers. <laughs> you know I've got that uh oh, fuck. I've got that sounds the, uh, gay, doesn't it? it? Just a little bit. Um oh, hey, be safe, boys. <laughs> I've got that uh modulator from I think it's mushroom where I can make it sound like Barry White. <laughs> uh, baby, baby. Be safe and keep looking out for each other. Oh. Down by the fire. Jen and Carrie, would you like to say any last words for our listeners tonight? Yeah. Um, remember, every freedom you give up, every freedom you, you give away is one step closer to tyranny. There are plenty of people out there that fought for your freedom. Don't be so quick to give up your rights. Um, as I said last show, we're living in a crazy world, and uh, people uh, don't know what the Bill of Rights are. Just remember, there's crazy clowns like uh, DV, uh, DV Big Bow over there who fought for those rights, guys, and people out here that have fought for freedom. And, uh, you know, uh, don't give up your rights so easily. Um, stand your ground. We talking about I just stayed in a defect and cooked food. Come on now. That was Air Force of shit. Hey. He just rolled hey, every, around in his every, chair. Every chair has a copy of the Bill of Rights, okay? Every chair has a copy of the Bill of Rights. <laughs> Carrie, how about you? <laughs> You know, I just I want to say, you know, go on out there and treat people with kindness and integrity and have character. You know, even the VA employees, as much as they do wrong, one or two of them may be doing something right. So if you run into those, tell them that you appreciate how hard that they're working for you. And by the way, just a last minute note, everybody needs to go and tag Jen. Her birthday is actually on uh, Monday. So, God damn it, so, Carrie. <laughs> Sweet. So I'm going to tag my Monday. <laughs> go tag, oh, um, go tag Jen. Side note, uh, in case we all don't know, uh, 
Mr. Wadi over there uh, dyed his beard green for uh, uh, Rare Disease Month and more specifically Monday Rare Disease Day. Uh, I met him in a dual live on TikTok the other night, and I told him if we raise $1,000 for the Longhorn Outpost by Monday, I will dye my hair green or blue on Monday live um, for Rare Disease Day. Just so you and know, she's talking J- about JJ Watai. <laughs> Yeah, and and just to let you know, yeah, yeah, there's 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 a disease running around on Monday, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) It was born on Monday. (laughs) Born on a Monday. (laughs) I'm not going to do that song. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) yes, go check out, go check out everything Longhorn. Um, Longhorn Paranormal, Longhorn Cancel, Longhorn Outpost. Go check out their stores and grab some stuff. Donate to them if you're able to donate to them. If not, share, 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 share. And while you're sharing their stuff, share the podcast because apparently the algorithms of Facebook are like, fuck you guys, and our numbers have dwindled below half or above half, and it's killing me, and I hate seeing double-digit numbers instead of triple-digit numbers. (laughs) It's killing me. And if you cannot find Deviant Radio's page, you can go to our page, longhornoutpost.org, go to partners and go down to DB Radio and it'll take you straight there. <laughs> exactly. You can find us any fucking where. <laughs> it's not that hard. I hate when people are like, I don't know where the podcast is. Have you thought about Googling it? Just a thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you if you share the podcast, it helps us with our numbers and it helps new people that didn't know about us find out about us and maybe we can be that savior for <laughs> for that one person. I hate that word. That's why I came out like that. Anyway. Um anyway, it is the end of the show. I wanna thank Jen and Carrie for hopping on with us this evening and giving us an update on your situation uh thank you all for listening as always i love each and every one of you fuckers um without you this wouldn't be possible and we wouldn't have a reason to do this goddamn dysfunctional fucked up piece of junk show and why the fuck you still listen to us i don't fucking know but thank you and we hope you had some fun we hope you had some laughs we hope you learned something if not tune in next week we'll find out don't forget dvradio.net go to the store get your 20 percent off tonight only for Recoil, Google, Oink, Jen and Carrie of Longhorn, I'm Bonnerwood. You just heard Barrett Sauber right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. Until next week, buttsickles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>